You let us know when it's over. Yeah. Sean, you love that intro, don't you? Like, <laughs> I love it. I love that. I just love that wee bit. Like, fucking good. <laughs> right, folks, welcome back to episode ten of the SR podcast. Uh, ten episodes already. Mental, Sean. What? It's crazy to think that we we've started this and actually kept it going for so long. Actually, I'm surprised at the growth so far. So, oh, I we're we're going international, and uh, we've actually got Tony in our logo now. Ooh, Tony well is featured. He's featured. He's featured. He's featured. He's now part uh, of the pod. Oh, you're fucking furniture now. There's no getting ready. <laughs> you're not allowed to leave. You're, you've signed a contract for life. Uh, uh, a decent salary yeah. keeps the house up and all. <laughs> That's it. He regrets it. He actually said to me in work, he's all, where the fuck did I ever offer to help you? <laughs> That's me stuck now. I have, I have an off on my plate like these two balloons. Fucking balloons. <laughs> fucking balloons. <laughs> Yeah, so how was everybody's week? Uh, go, go go ahead, Tony. Pretty eventful, like, after all that uh, Twitter drama, like, but it's in the past. <laughs> and then that stock tech and everything is just very hectic. Yeah. Uh, I got a good laugh out of it, like. So did I, like, because it was, it was out of blown, blown out of proportion, and I just <laughs> laughed it off in the end, like. Yeah, well, there's nothing, nothing else you can do, like. Uh, we supported you, I, though. We supported you. We stormed. We did. We did, yeah. We stand with Tomsey. Uh, my week, I'll get into later on. Okay, fair enough. Um, enough but enough yeah, said. Like, we're, we, had a, we had a pretty, for a podcast, we had a pretty shitty week. But we're, as we're supposed to record midweek, but obviously people, you, you, you've seen the post on Facebook and stuff, so we're not going without, too much into without, it. Without going too much into it. But basically, uh, just because we're a new podcast, we're not going to let guests who think they're battling us push us inside. Exactly. We're making said, clear we... from the start. We're making clear from the start we're a small podcast. Um, you accept it or you don't. Uh, yeah. Zafram just typed in the chat there, steal that joker. <laughs> who? Zafram86. I don't know who it is, like, but that's his name on Twitch. Zafram86. Somebody said, said damn it, Sean. Make it known who you are. <laughs> small. Po- <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna repeat that on Twitch, like, but a small podcast with a huge ding. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, which which one of us is he talking about? Adam. No one knows. <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> Only oh, the boys smell. know. Smell the beans. Smell the beans. I had. I was, that's definitely the vibe of the ponytail, like. Ah, uh, it's definitely a mullet, like. I won't oh, know who this boy no. is now, or this girl, this 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 person. Well, he's in the transition at the minute, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm more about the person in, in our chat. Who they are? Yeah, sorry. Oh, is that who oh. it is? I think so. Ah, you'd love to know. know Sean. They said. <laughs> anyway, uh, get, getting away from Twitch, uh, because uh, well, it'll end up just be us reading out. Bloody yeah, that's <laughs> our. It's, leave your contributions. We'll we'll, we'll get this at some stage. Uh, as I say, we're small, not everybody's going to be typing in all the time, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so, Sean, I think you have an announcement to make. I do. Uh, this is one I think I, I've been very excited from the get-go. Uh, once myself and Adam started talking about guests, 
it was one of the first names I had come to my head. Um, it's a person I've been following for a number of years now. Um, he's a local independent wrestler from Ireland. Um, he's wrestled all over all over the UK and Ireland. Um, mostly, I've I've seen him a lot in over the top wrestling. Um, a company that I would go and travel to all the time pre-COVID. Um, he's now sort of made his name on Twitch. He streams quite a bit on Twitch and recently had a big donation from a well-known YouTuber, Mr. Beast and stuff. Um, I find that land. incredible. Mr. It's Beast, another yeah. land, um, Cap- Captain Saxy. Um, the man, he's, he's a big personality. Um, funny. Um, I've met him a few times, chat him quite a bit, watch his streams, look, go, love watching him wrestle. Um, but yeah, there's, there he is there. With yourself? With myself, yeah. So we will be having him on Wednesday. That's one I'm really looking forward to. Yep, I think he'll bring a lot of energy. Obviously, uh, I do know a bit about wrestling, and I, I might have seen him when I went to one of them. I'm not too sure. I'm uh, not sure if he did or not. But Tony won't have a Tony won't have a clue who he is. And uh, like he, there's no control in him. The man is just he's he's just he's himself. Else, like yeah, he just has his own he's level. <laughs> he, he he's just brilliant. Like I, I just love the man. He's amazing. Well, there, that's a, and he, he's a dead-on guest, and we'll get him on, have a better crack with him, uh, and just see where, see where, <laughs> see where it takes us. I'm going to see, I'm going to have to see, I might have to get talk to Tony, I wonder if he can show us his boat. His boat, yes. I can pull it he up on the, on the stream anyway, show it, even if, if he has a picture of it or a video, I can show it on the stream. Oh, no, this is his Twitch, this is his Twitch boat. Oh, his Twitch boat? Oh, no. The S, the SHH Shago Lot. <laughs> <laughs> that gets me every time. Uh, but yes, wonder, so wonder, 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 if, wonder if he has the same tune, boat and hose. No, <laughs> no, he, he, he actually came out there for a while. Um, no, the song is it? Is it the song from um, Sammy Pro? Call me sexy. <laughs> oh yes, Moon. yes. But here, if he called... has a boat called the uh, the Shago Latte, he should be singing boat and hose. To be honest, I go say that on Wednesday. There you go. Give him some input. He might use it. You never know. But yes, yeah, so that's yeah. that's when Wednesday night's podcast is going to be ourselves and Captain Saxon. Yep, I'm actually really looking forward to that one. Uh, I wonder if he will entertain my good lady. <laughs> Probably will. Here, she can work. She can work in a blowy alley on a, on a stream if she wants. <laughs> I'd say I'd say because she actually have to blow her up, so that, that would work. <laughs> Or so, she can work in yeah. the um the the sexy lounge, the lounge on the on the SHH segment. She's very quiet though. That's what it doesn't matter. It doesn't need to speak. But she does what she's told. <laughs> Not here. That's it. That's what I want. Uh right, we had our top fives and it wasn't easy. <laughs> nope. It wasn't that easy. So anybody who doesn't remember last week, uh we decided that our top fives this week would be dates in the year that mean stuff to us or like what we enjoy. Uh, turns out I don't really like many days <laughs> the year because I struggled to get five like and I was trying to stay away from the cliche days like. So uh, just to be a dick, Tony, you go first. Alright. So... <laughs> I have one, one date which I'll tell you what it is and if Adam doesn't know what it is I'm going to be offended and then I have four dates but I'm not going to say what they are. I'm just going to leave it up to yeah. a guessing game. 
fucking putting pressure on me. Alright, so favorite. I'm going to say the first one, and if you don't get what it is, Adam, I'm going to be offended. The 26th of September. You actually let me down on this date this time, uh, whenever it was last seen. 26th of September? Yeah, you let me down on this day. Can I hazard I a let guess? You, I let you down. Yeah. Can I hazard a guess? Where the yeah. fuck have I ever let you down? Go. Was that your birthday, Tony? Yeah, Adam was supposed to come out with the boys for a drink and he didn't come. Oh, yes. And yeah. then... Yeah. I've got the 21st of April, which... Some viewers might know. Uh, I've got the 17th of December, the 29th of November, and the 15th of August. 15th of August, Tony. I'll tell you what it is. It's it's Miranda's anniversary, so... Right, that's where I got the that's name from. So that's where I got the name from, so that's one of my... One of the dates that I like a lot. I yep. like see going see going through this. I had loads of dates that I would have loved to have wrote down, but I just don't know when the dates were anymore. I so sort of like that's why I like Snapchat memories because you can go back and look at the date. That's why I, that's how like uh, there was one thing I was trying to think of my friend. I was like, oh, what was that date that we like we went out that drink? It was like one of my first drinks out, and I could not find it. And then I went on the Snapchat memories, and the date was there. Your Snapchat memories are bad news, Tony. Uh, for me and you, it's me and you just crowed out all the time. <laughs> no, 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 it's not me and you, it's me, because all you do is when I'm fucked is you put the camera in my face and then laugh at me. And then I show and him about show two it. weeks later and he's like, where, where was that? <laughs> we come into work and Tony's all, ah, look at it, look at it, look at all these photos I got of you and all these videos, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, Tony, go away. That's why I didn't go out on your birthday, you keep fucking counting me. You're paparazzi. But, um, like, I'll, I'll drop a few of these dates just because... Like I don't know the actual dates, but Adam, you'd know what I'm all about. Like the the yeah. premiere, the premiere of the the short movie we made, that yes, was amazing. That's right. Um, going to, um, going and working over doing an internship at Arsenal. Yeah, that's right. And then I can't remember the exact date when I flew out to go to Chicago for three months. It was, uh, oh, it. It was round early March because that came up in our memories that time yeah. we went out for something date. But um, so they they can be my three honourable mentions without actually giving a date. So. Yeah. Uh, but are you gonna give context to your dates if like, cause I'm gonna give context to them like, like well, just Tony's just being difficult. I'm just being uh, 20, incognito. Twenty yep. sixth of December. Oh, well, it goes right saying like. Boxing Day, it's one of it's, it's literally is one of my favorite days of the year without doubt. Like I love going out. Like it's been ruined the last, like last year though. Like I love going out for pints, Sunday pints, football, horses, batting all day, drinking all day, just a day. It's, I absolutely love it. Um, yep. July twenty second. July twenty second. No, I think this is the date. <laughs> I think that's the date when Liverpool lifted the trophy. I think that's the date we actually lifted it against Chelsea. Ah. Yeah, your first first Premier League title. The twenty fifth of May two thousand and five, to be precise. That was the you can't. comeback. Oh, the Champions League. Oh wait, right. Sorry, I was thinking of another date. Ooh, you were thinking. Sorry, of, you, you were see. thinking of the. You were thinking of the FA Cup. Um, uh, it was it was twenty sixth of May two thousand and six. <laughs> yeah, seventeenth um, of March goes without saying. Uh, Aye. And then, personally for me, thirty-first uh, of October, Halloween, and your birthday. It's my, that's my birthday. No, imagine your birthday being Halloween. Class. Class. Right. Uh, my top five. Number five is uh, Easter Sunday. 
Right. Don't know why. Right. I've I've just always liked Easter Sunday. You know, going to mass, worshiping God. Ah, uh, yeah. Just thanking, mm. just thanking those. You know who, and then getting shit faced after on altar win. Yeah. Number four, same as one of yours on Boxing Day. Ah. Uh, she said, drinking, batting, football, playing while your toys from Christmas. <laughs> but here, one thing you did forget: leftover Christmas dinner. Arguably better than Christmas dinner. The leftover Christmas sandwiches, like roast beef sandwiches and turkey sandwiches all week. Turkey ham stuff and sandwiches. Oof. Oh, unreal. Definitely. Uh, number three is the 16th of November, which is myself and Nicholas' birthday. Hey, that's true. Very true. Yeah. Born half an hour apart. Weird. Who's older? Uh, her by half an hour. Oh, original. <laughs> She was born about half five and I was born at six. Mental. Uh, 5th of November, 2016, to be precise, was actually the first day I met her. Oh. So, right. and <laughs> she both cracks up. Because the only reason I remember the exact date is because West Ham were playing Stoke. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, West Ham drew one each of Stoke and we went to the cinema to watch Doctor Strange. Oh, that's a good movie, nice. to be fair. That's a really good movie. Nice. Uh, it was alright. I was... I was busy flirting, so. <laughs> uh, uh, number one is the 3rd of March, because that's Aaron's birthday. I was going to say, yeah. So, I've, I've, only, I've only really had, the 3rd of March is only really, really since last year, like, so. But yeah, so it's the Chai's birthday, so that's always going to be number one until I have more, and then I have to take it out. Top fives done for the week. That was a hard one. And literally, by the way, folks, if you think we were serious about picking some of these actual top fives, this was this came up on the drunken production meeting me and Adam had like, last week when we were this was about three o'clock in the morning inspiration. What can we do? All sorts. <laughs> right, I'm gonna pick next week's just by doing the old Yep. Three, two, one. Bang. What do I have? Car brands. Okay. Oh I that's a good one for me to be fair. Like, so, uh, what we're saying, brands, that's not the actual model of the car, it's just the oh, actual... Oh, that's actually a good overall. question, yeah. What, are we going to do, like, brand uh, models? You can... Well, you can be specific if you want, like, but I really don't know much about cars, like. I grew up all around cars and all playing Need for Speed and Need for Speed Underground 2 and the PS2 and all, like, that was the days, like. No, Need, Need for Speed, eh... Need for Speed Most Wanted was definitely the best. Oh, the BMW, like. the white and the white with the blue oh, stripes. Yeah, really yeah, really yeah. Cool. That was going, my dad's going game, the, like. Going through the black, the blacklist and all. Yeah, and then jumping over the bridge at the end and all was class. Oh, lethal. Yeah. Adam, on your list, by any chance, for top fives, do we have top five video games? If not, add it to the list. Oh, Jesus, you're gonna you're gonna make me have to work for this one. I'm gonna have to get the crossword out and start picking out of the bucket. <laughs> Jeez. Tony's Tony's got a, a well at the back of video games. Yeah. What right, about the PS one, two, three, four here? <laughs> Do you know what would be a really good idea, Sean here? See if I started ticking off the ones that we pick here because uh, that, that, would that, be good, yes. that would be smart, to be fair. Right. Days of the year, done. Uh next week the one that we said is car brand, so that is done. Uh video games I'm gonna have to put that down. Uh yeah. Video games. Sean, there are some of these that are really stupid. Like, oh, but that's the whole point, Donald. It's it's out there. It's random. It's it's us. I know, but I, I don't I don't think picking your top five side men really works since there's seven of them. Like, 
Bit tightened here, though. Lad, it has to stay now. We've done it. It's there. It's being done someday. Oh, Tony, is there shit going on in the work chat? No, did you see that there? Somebody got kicked out of it? Yeah, I just seen someone got kicked out there. I was wondering who it was, because I don't think it was, uh, I think Dawn left her like a week ago, did you not? So I don't, think, I don't think it was her, so I was wondering. Hmm. Just seen it pop up my WhatsApp there. It was Mark removed, that's all. Ooh. Eyes emoji. Yeah. Hopefully it's Kel. Hopefully. Prick. Yeah. That's oh, actually good. Whoa, 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 settle down. Okay. <laughs> You're lady right now, remember? Aye, but he knows he is. Because he smells of beans, Sean. You don't understand the rick, a ricks of beans, like. Uh, that's actually a good thing to talk about. Uh, nostalgic video games, like. Oh, yeah. w- without ruining your top five. Fuck the top five, we'll just talk about them. Because it's actually a good conversation. Yeah, it is, to be fair. Should we start like Literally, way back, like the first childhood game, and then work our way up? Well, if you're going to start there, mine is Crash Bandicoot, like. Oh no, mine's, um, oh shit. Donkey Kong? Mine would have been... Donkey Kong, oh like Donkey Kong, yeah. That's fucking Mrs. Pac-Man or Tatters here, would you say? 2000, I would have started playing games probably 2006, and it would have been Sonic the Hedgehog. Nice. Sonic, Sonic. the Hedgehog, yeah. And then you have Sparrow. I love Sparrow. Oh, yeah, it was good as well, to be fair. And then I would have played, like, Halo and stuff. That's when I would have got into, like, shooters. Ah, oh, Halo. And Halo was amazing. Modern Warfare 2. Only ever COD game I have played is Warzone. Damn. No. So I know. I played Modern Warfare 2 because the remastered one came out for free. Yeah. And then Warzone, so that's it. That's all. That's my COD knowledge. Right Here's now. a question, though. Yeah. Best story mode game you've ever played, like the mo- the one that you've been most like wowed by, like you've got so into it, like you've sat for like a good while playing it, and you just uncharted. That's a good one to be fair. Uncharted, unbelievable I... series of games. It's it's for me, it's any WWE game with GM mode. I would have sat and played it for fucking hours upon hours. I but Sean, the, 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 while I agree with you there, the only thing that was really really shit about them WWE games. If you played it once, that was it. There was no variation. Whereas all these other games have other built-in shit. You could near guess what was going to happen sometime. You're talking about when the MWB games had the GM modes. You didn't have alterations. And every oh, game was one, one story and that's it. Oh, Peter, are you talking about the story mode or the general manager mode? General manager, that's what I said. GM mode. Oh, right, right. Sorry, I misheard you. Uh, no, yes, GM mode. I it was, it was class. You should just take all the shit racers and make it a, a lethal show and get the better ratings. <laughs> I like that. Mine probably probably would have been The Last of Us on PlayStation. That game had me sitting back, like, just blown away. Like, just the relationship that the two characters built together from not, like, knowing each other. And then it was, like, he had lost his daughter and and he, like, was told to look after this wee girl. And he sort of, like, over the time he got connected to her as, like, his daughter. And then he, like, done anything to protect her. Like, it started hated her. Didn't want anything to do with her. And then as the game went on, you seen them sort of get closer and closer. And then towards the end, it was, like... You could tell that he had like just brought her on as like his daughter, and it was just like the whole story just pulled you together. You're like, wow. Yeah, uh, Sh- Tony, I don't know if you would have knew this game or not. You may be a bit young, but Sean, did you ever play the Getaway on PlayStation Two? Yeah, yeah. It was really, really great. It was, it's, it's sort of hard to describe, but sort of game. It was sort of like, oh, what way to describe it? It was sort of like a Grand Theft Auto, but. 
it was a Gothic Auto Mafia type thing, wasn't it? Oh, I did yeah, play that. Oh, did you? I know the cover, you yeah. I know the cover, yeah. I, had, I definitely had it, yeah. like. Yeah, see, it, it was it was sort of like GTA, but there was it was stuck more to the story. There was less roaming about in it. Oh, no, they also like Borderlands. I like Borderlands. Oh, yeah, yeah. Borderlands was good, like. You used to her probably, you're supposed to use both like Fortnite and all these. No, I hated it. I I liked Fortnite when it first came out, but see, now there's too many people just going it, and it's, it's, it's more about that building. Also, I actually... Talking about Fortnite, yeah, I played it at the start. My friend started playing it at the start, and he became a pro and all. He got salaried like three k a month to play it and all. He went to tournaments. He was number one in Ireland and all there for a while as well. He got, you know, Ninjas in Pajamas, the gaming organization. Yeah. He got signed by them and all, so he did. Fuck. He was getting three k a month and all, and everything. Three k a month to play. Jesus Christ! Like, I I should have spent more time playing consoles instead of fucking selling them when I was younger. <laughs> Well, what's everybody's best console? Like, I think you're more of a PC gamer, aren't you, Tony? Or uh, but back in the day, it would have been the Xbox 360. Like, that was the one to go to. Like, I've always been I a PlayStation man. Like, I had both. I, like, I, but... was, I had both. I had both as well up until a certain stage. I never went to. I did actually have the Xbox One one way on it, but um, but I'd say I'd agree with 360. Yeah, it was the best. Like, I had the Halo 3 one and all as well. Nintendo Wii. Now, that was a fucking console. That was the family console, though, where you, you shared that one, the one had, like, yeah. one just for themselves, like. But, if, if, see, if I'm actually being honest, my favourite console, like, it, um, and you're going back like that, not the newer ones, but the Game Boy, handheld console, Game Boy, yeah. hands down. Have you ever played the, Pokemon's? what do you call it, the emulator on your phone that you can get? Like, you can play all the old Game yeah. Boy games and all, it's yeah. it's so good, it's so good. We yeah. all used to do that in school, sitting in technology class, playing on the emulators and all, sitting playing the Pokemon and battling each other and yeah. all, like. So, uh, so Pokemon, like, that's, that's, that's arguably the best the, game of all the, time, like, isn't it? They've, re, it is, they've like... remade their, the Diamond and Pearls coming out, remastered. Yeah, seen that on Twitter, actually. Yeah, there's a big influx in Pokemon stuff, making a lot of money. See how much in cards are going for now? Oh, that's the, ridiculous. They're like, uh, Pete and Logan Paul opened them on his, like, live streams, yeah. spending, like, yeah. thousands on the packets and all, like. I should have go for a PS10 or the send away for them and... Your boy yeah. Randolph does it all the time. He does a lot of pack openings. So, so Zerka. Hi, Zerka. The fuck he's... It's all, it seems all to be Charizard. It seems to be the most expensive one, doesn't it? Ah, uh, it's oh, some Charizard, Charizard charge. The... It's the rarest card you can get, you see. Yeah. That's why. So there's variations of it, but there's like a really, really certain one. I, I don't really one? know. I don't really know how... Like, if you're going to get that in a new pack, how is it considered an OG card? Like, that's... I don't understand it all. Like... No, because people buy the first edition box boxes... And open up the old, the original stuff. So there's still right. boxes of them first editions floating about, but the boxes are worth like the hundred, two hundred fifty thousand and stuff like. That's well. Yeah. See, if you had the money, see if it, I collected all them cards years ago, and even all the Yu-Gi-Oh ones, and they probably they probably would have been worth some money now if I kept them. Like. Probably. Yeah, Adam, yeah. Just say, that's, that's a nice show. That's a nice shoulder you have there, Adam. Oh, did I go out? Sorry, I, I sort. <laughs> I got... You don't even like this. <laughs> Oh no! Like I just, I, I could see myself on my screen, like, but I was just sort of like, oh. oh it actually looks like you done, you done, you done the shares house. What happened to the shares, Tony? I made by. Uh, that's a funny story, Sean. Uh, we were uh, having a drink in our friend's house. Uh, that was the night I said I was going home at one, didn't go home to half six. Uh, 
but uh, there was like this really really expensive chair in the house right yeah and uh any time i was in the house i sat on it was my chair it was just where i went to chill out right <laughs> uh unbeknownst to me somebody had broke the chair right and uh so i came into the room and i looked at the chair i was like i'm gonna sit down on this chair like i always do and as i was mid like you know about to sit in my chair all I saw was Tony in slow motion saying, Adam, don't sit down. <laughs> and as, as all, it was a bit fucking late now, I was already like halfway down. And then I just, as you saw the other way, I went off camera. As soon as I sat in the chair, I just went, whoop. And away I went. I was me laying on the floor and I was in complete utter shock. Can't believe he was just sitting there like this, just, what, what happened? <laughs> and I was just sitting buckled on the floor laughing at him because I just couldn't look at him without laughing because he was just laying there like just, in a chair, like he became part of the chair. I know. I just, I just, me and the chair were one. We had a close connection. <laughs> the pillow was and on uh, your head there. Right? <laughs> I know. It, it was like the perfect fall, but like, I was a bit gutted about the chair. Like, and I did feel sorry for our friend, like, because he got big shit over it. Like, but the worst about it was they tried to blame it on me, but it was not through me. It was definitely broke before, like, because I remember seeing someone try to sit on it before and it broke, and then I had seen you go to sit on it, so I said don't sit on it, but I couldn't remember who sat on it first. That name was a write-off, like. Uh, write-off? It was more than a write-off, like. We oh, were just walking up some street singing Alive O tunes and everything. Silent Night was oh. getting blasted. Silent Night remastered, Adam Casey edition. What's your go-to song to sing when you're drunk? Uh, Adam knows that there, straight away from me, like... <laughs> Any oh, Oasis and, song? <laughs> anything Oasis. You stick Oasis on, you play Tony in the corner, standing with his hand behind his back, with yeah. a makeshift bucket hat on. And a, and a parka on, like, that's just, that's just me yeah. all over, like. Like, sometimes we put a, a Oasis on and Tony actually disappears, and, like, just comes back dressed as I just re- as I'm sitting upstairs, lying on the bed or something, or just sitting on the, on the toilet or something, having a piss, and then I just hear it and straight down the stairs. Just all. I sort of sing... I sort of sang nursery rhymes. Well, it sort of became a reoccurrence for me. It was um, a lot of years back when I worked in the school. So I'd, I worked Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I had every Tuesday off. Yeah. So me and Poggy would have sort of drank every Monday oh. then. We had the Monday club. What a, no, set oh. up what, what a set up watch Monday Night Raw and all. And um, what have been drinking away. But my cousin Mick would have got involved a few times as well. But we found ourselves down in the Woodville all the time. And it just sort of started. We started singing, Lean on me. Here's one. I don't know if you were there the night in the vintage. I got up and done karaoke and done always by Bon Jovi. I was. Yeah, and there's some old doll. Some old doll was basically taking her bra off to me. <laughs> and then the next week, I got the dust curtains on. I'm gonna do that song again, and I emptied the place. I can't remember where it was, but I think it was Far Joe's. We went up for a karaoke one time, and I can't sing to save my life, but. See when you're in there, see Fa Joe, see if you put on a show, they will, everybody will join in. And I can't remember who I was singing with because we were doing a duet. And the place was just fucking buzzing and loving life and joining in, it was class. I love that, like, uh, oh, I, I can't wait to see Tony drunk and get a proper karaoke session. Oh, Sweet Caroline is an absolute group singing song, like, whenever you're drunk. See when the, da, 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 it just kicks off, like, everyone just goes, I, the, the students get kicked, the pints get thrown and everything, you're just, it's straight I, up, like... The best, the best part of it was when they saw Sweet Cara, Buck Faz, yeah, well. if you don't sing Buck Faz when you're not from Lurgan, like, that's just how it is, like. I think one of the best songs I've ever seen done in karaoke is somebody doing 
No, that's all. Tequila? Yeah. Oh, it's it's good, it's good, like. I, as some some fellas, like, on a, a family date with his girlfriend and the parents, he just stands up, and he's all, tequila. You know, <laughs> I just stand there, like, and tequila. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Sean, we there one night, we went up to the vintage, and Dave sang uh, My Way. Dave Craig? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Like, you know, he, he always wore a blazer, right? And he, he looked like a man in his ah. 50s anyway. Like, he just goes up and sings, what was it, Frank Sinatra in my way, like? Are you just here? And now, the end is near. And so I face my final curtain. My friends. <laughs> here we go, keep going on. Come on. Keep going. Clear. We're going to get caught, right? This I'll is too good. my case, of which I'm certain <laughs> I've lived. <laughs> a life that's full. I've travelled each and every highway, but more, <laughs> much more than this. I did it my way. Do you, do you want to know something that's about it. singing Oasis though? Right, a lot of people do it wrong. When you sing Oasis, you right? Don't you give me a round of applause, you just No, you don't get one. Right, so nah. when you sing Oasis, Bastards. people tend to sing from their chest. That's the way Noel sings, right? That's how, because that's right. But no, think about this, right? But Liam sings from his throat. That's why it always sounds so croaky. That's how you're supposed to sing his songs, but Noel's songs you're supposed to sing from your chest. So if you go to try singing and you try to sing from your throat and your chest, you'll hear the difference and you'll feel the difference. I didn't know there was like a fucking biology. That's why he is <laughs> that's why he has so how many you, like throat problems. Because he always sang from his throat. From, how do you sing from your throat compared to your chest? You have to just uh, do it. You'll understand it. If you just try it, you'll see. That's, I know what I'm doing after the podcast, I'm like, going to stand front of the like You have to like tighten your chest and just push it through your throat instead of it pushing through your chest. Now Tony, I knew you were a fan, but I think this is a bit overanalyzing. No, this isn't, this isn't even, this is singing styles, there's, there's all different singing styles, people like do like a mixture of both. I will to go compare guy to. Oh, he's a chest guy, yeah, because of the way he stands. He has some voice on him to prefer, like. He does, like. I think he does a TikTok, oh, does he not now or something? I've seen, like, a TikTok where, oh, like, his son videos him, like, singing and all. He's. He got, he got like, a lot of death threats for doing that, ever, like, which is really Yeah, because it got stuck in everyone's head, sure, and everyone was saying it, sure. It was, like, the big thing back then. It was just. I don't know, like, why would anybody send it by death threats? Like, also by his to turn around and say, look how mental I am compared to you. <laughs> like, I'd average made a millions, like. Do you, do you not remember your wee buy from the the Frosties adverts? Ah, oh, buy that was a uh, anyway, yeah he, he he got loads of death threats he couldn't cope. Sure, buy he, he he's dead like. Uh, they, that's, but he done it over that advert. It was because of the grief. I know. But it is that's where I think child acting is a bit sort of I think a person I think, and like the, the people who are writing the storyline behind whatever they do, are like sort of put, making them vulnerable to the way people things are these days like. I know it's it's that's that's a uh, that's Hollywood, as people would say. Hollywood is not a good place to be. Like I had heard about that Frosty advocate, and apparently uh, it was a whole big hoax that he did, and he didn't. He like oh really? He went. He wanted to go incognito or something, and like go back to where Fake he was. Death. Where, yeah, where he like came from and all. So it's like all them conspiracy theorists about like like rappers and stuff. Dan, like um, there's like there's one at the minute about Juice World about how he's not really dead and stuff. 
And then obviously you have the whole thing behind Tupac and all. Oh, but yeah. See all these celebrities that are dead and not dead. Like, that's a load of shit. Of course they're but, dead. But do, you, do you ever look at some of them and be like, you can see where they're coming from? Uh, you can see the resemblances no. and stuff in the photos and all. And... No, but see, see if you look at the Juice World one. Like, it, there's a lot of things click in to make it look like he's not really dead. Yeah. Uh, but is that not just things that are altered on the internet to make it, you know, to make no, the conspiracy stand? Well, like? No, it's all stuff that he said in his past and then stuff that's came out after he's died and stuff, like albums and stuff. Like, uh, uh, you have to look into that. I'll try and find the thing that I'm on about just to get you to see how you can like, think he is. Sure, do you ever see that... Like, if you're dead, you're dead. Like. Do you remember when XXX Tentacion died? Do you ever see the thing about uh, his grave? Some woman was filming it, and you could like see this thing shoot past like the window of the tomb, and it looked exactly like his face when you slowed it down. Uh, there's so much, it's mad. It's it's, it's proper crazy. It's actually like, remember the one about Michael Jackson? You've already seen him in the back seat of somebody's car. Did you ever see that photo? No, that no, was, was, was just Prince Philip. <laughs> <laughs> That bad man's that bad, that guy's definitely willed out for big events and he's defrosted like I I've never no disrespect to any I'm not trying to offend anybody who's like a fan of the royal family, but that man looks like he died years ago. Ah, uh, he does <laughs> Maybe it's a conspiracy that he's still alive. You know what I mean? That's the complete opposite of what we we're talking about. Up <laughs> <laughs> by died, nobody's telling us. Oh, Jesus Christ. Manless. Nah, but I love conspiracy theories, though, I do. I absolutely love them. So, I... They are. It's, more... it's because they get to get involved and you get thinking about it. I think that's why everyone sort of gets like more into them. Because you're, you're thinking about yourself and then you're looking at it and then you start looking into it and then it becomes bigger and then you share it with other people and then it just becomes a whole big yeah. group thing. There's, like. there's like, there's that, there's that um, documentary on Netflix. I, I can't remember the life, life of me, what it's actually called. The now. Girl in the Hotel. It's about that hotel, yeah. season hotel, but season hotel. Ah, oh, yes, ah, oh, yeah. It shows you how everybody got tied into this conspiracy theory about who actually killed this woman and all. But realistically, the biggest part of it was a miss. Somebody said the wrong thing in a press conference. Like the police officer said, when they found the body, the lid of the tank she was found in was open. But yeah. really, it wasn't open, and that's how it all led the conspiracy theory. Yeah. Was, but here, the know, thing about that Cecil Hotel, the the night that night stalker guy. Oh, use that, that hotel crazy. regularly so it, it fucking tied into that as well a whole yeah. different story and like at the dates that he was there he wasn't even in the hotel the date your woman went missing it was a year before it it was mad oh. did you ever watch the Say, uh, the two part documentary on Netflix what was it called it was like don't fuck with cats or something it was about your cat oh, killer oh, that was absolutely unreal see how they tracked him down from like the photo and then they found like out where that like apartment building what yeah. type of architecture and all that was nuts oh, it was like, like, they, they, I, were they, they, they were people doing their work. Yeah. Fair play to them, but I do, I do have to say something. They do need to get a fucking knife. Like, oh, but that's that's people who don't have it. Like, yeah. That's people who don't have a life. Aye. But like, like this woman lived in Vegas. Like, there's a lot of things yeah. to do in Vegas, and you're looking, you're looking up like people. it shows you though, like how easily you can be found from like things you post on the internet and all though. Like, I it's just scary. A picture of like the grass and the stones that you have in your front garden, people can fucking find you, like. And then like some picture, like he was in some place, was in like Canada, and people were, like, I know that lamppost. Yeah. 
but it's mad how that fella got away from everybody for so long. He was, uh, he went he round was the place and all, yeah. And he, he got... ended up finding him in the internet cafe or something. Fucking... Germany? Yeah. yeah. Internet cafe in Germany or something? Yeah. But that was like... a great series. Yeah. Oh, I may watch that again. I I, I, I really want to watch it again. I watched it one see, night and it was true crime. True crime and like conspiracy theories is my thing. I love it. Like it's, it's amazing. Do you ever watch that? Yeah, people... What's it called? Buzzfeed. Like they do the horror things where they go after like the myths and all, like the Mothman and all, and they go visit like all the sites and everything. It's really really good as well. They do oh, like a see. following a murderer and all. Like they go out, like they go look at all the like axe murderers, like where they lived and all their hometowns and like where they killed people and all. It's class. That uh, Yorkshire Ripper one's good. Uh, this, people always laugh at me when I say this, but of all the serial killers, he's probably my favourite. I don't <laughs> oh, mean it. I, you know what? You know what I mean, like. But yeah, I know what you mean. I, 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 if, if I had to pick a personal favourite, just purely because of the story behind it. Your mom Manson didn't physically kill a person, but I him something not so wouldn't I? He was crazy. Uh, like he, 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 he convinced, isn't it Manson? I might got the right name. Charles Manson. Like he, he, he convinced everybody else to kill the people. Like he had a cult. Yeah, the, I think I think that is the cult. Yeah, he I knew Charles Manson definitely had a cult and all like. So like he literally never apparently he never killed any like maybe killed but there was no proof that he actually killed anybody. But he, he like had, brainwashed, brainwashed people. Yeah. Yeah. I some but here you watch some serial killer hangs and you think to yourself, how could anybody do that? Anybody? I don't don't know who don't know an interest one time, but they just how fucking when he was caught, just how much he didn't give a shit about telling people. He did. Did you ever watch I? the the movie about Jeffrey Dahmer as well? Oh, but he was. Uh, it was really good. Like the actor on the he the actor who done it used to be a Disney actor. Like so it was real weird. Like to see him doing I, like I a. I haven't watched. The, I haven't watched. The... No, Ted Bundy. Zac Efron was Ted Bundy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've never saw the Jeffrey Dahmer movie now. Uh, it's on YouTube. Like it's someone's hasn't YouTube obviously. Like, but it's it's really really good. And then, oh, like, did, did, have you ever watched that Mind Hunter? It's like it's ah, like, it's really it's good based, as well. Yeah, it's based on true serial killers, but that's class. What other no, ones is there? There's another one I've watched. I'm trying to think of what the name is. There's, see that uh, Piers Morgan thing that he interviews serial killers. That's actually yeah, quite good. the like killer. Them. It was the. They all sat there and denied though. What he could the killer clown guys remember when he like hid the bodies under his house and all. Like it was like oh, the real, the real killer clown or something. Like, cause I used to also have a fear of clowns, and I was like, I'm gonna watch this documentary, and I was like, I can't sleep. Like, this guy actually put bodies <laughs> under his house. Like, I cannot. Like, I can't comprehend this. Like, this was about it. was like standing at the foot of people's beds and all, wasn't it? No, that was that was the guy on the cameras and all. But I'm talking about the actual like guy who like the serial killer who put like kids' bodies underneath his house and all. Do you remember all about all this? And the crawl space under his no. house. No, I don't know that. But th- did he not like stand at like the foot of people's beds and? scare them like like a real life guy like you no, know like going to people's houses and like stand at the foot of their bed and then kill no, them like or no i don't think that's i think that was a different guy i think that was one of the guys that done it on the on the were caught in the security cameras and all and they ended up finding him uh well, yeah, see. there's been not many people who pose john wayne like. gacy that's that's who it was american serial killer i've heard of him yeah scary john stuff wayne. like john wayne like john wayne but, uh, but... It, it's it's mad to think about like how how people get away with so much before they get caught? Yeah, and there's some people time. never get caught. There's some there's some murders out there that have got away with it. They've they've just probably died of natural causes. But in a sec, you look the likes of Jimmy Savile. Like he, by not by screamed pedophile. Like 
Oh, did you, you looked ever... at him, you were like, that guy's creepy. The, 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 did you ever hear the tape? He was like, uh, what was it he said? Let me just talk a while or I'll find the quote, that, what he said. But, like, he got keys. Keys to the fucking morgue in a hospital that he built. Like, he got keys to everything. Who gives... Unless you're a medical professional, don't give anybody the keys to a hospital. Like, I don't know what's mad, like, but... You just, you just have, like... How do we even get on with this? It's mad. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> like, <laughs> It, and Jack, like, it, it's crazy to think about, like the, the amount of stuff that's went on, and it, it hasn't came out till however many years later. No, but so, uh, no, Sierra Jimmy Savile is one of the ones. Like, if you watch Louis Through done a documentary on him, and then twenty years later, after he died and it all came out, he revisited his first documentary, and he was like, "How did I not spot this?" It's like the things that he was saying. He's like, "Women are stupid, and men have all the control." And, Young girls, who would listen to them anyway? Do they know who I am? Like, back in the day, that's just the way men in big places talked. And then, I just... Oh, I don't know. He was a dirtbag, like. Can't find the coat, like. But it was something about, like, oh, I like I like girls because they're, like, uh, better than women and all. And they're, like, easier to control or something like that there. And then, like, he was like, oh, delete that. Take that I take that back and all on the radio station. And it was, like, live. And the radio station was like made to delete it and all, but like people who heard the, were listening live heard it and all. And he tried to like go back on it, and then this documentary, like these people done this documentary, it's like in plain sight or something it's called. You can go and watch it, and they got like the the original radio like cassette tape, and played it, and you can hear him talking about it, and you hear him cracking up and going, "No, delete that! I want you to cut that out and all." And he was cracking up at the like radio presenter and everything, and apparently like he threatened them to delete it and all. I remember it was. It was in some documentary, I don't think it was called Plain Sight, I think that's the new one, but I need to find the name of it, but it was mad. You could hear how old and like crackly and all the old like tape was and everything. Did you ever hear the joke that got read out on BBC Radio 4? No. <laughs> yeah. They were like asking people to talk about like their best childhood memories and all. And somebody wrote in, I want to thank... Uh, Jim will fix it because he fixed it that I could milk a cow blindfolded and they read it out online and then like during the commercial break they were told that like no that was a joke about Jimmy Savile making oh, him play with him dear. and then they like, had to come back on and like we're apologised for if that joke offended anybody <laughs> oh god damn right uh, speaking of documentaries this is a thing I want to get on to uh, did any of us watch that Roman Camp documentary no. On guys get on it. It's about it's on the, the iPlayer. BBC oh, iPlayer. Get on tonight, actually. Uh, it's it hit home a bit for me because as, as I, I don't know if you were reading the chat yesterday, Tony, but I've been going through a bit of a tough time myself. Uh, Thursday just I don't know what the fuck happened. I just had a bit of a breakdown. Uh, something I suffered with from as a teenager because I was bullied was mental health and I've had two failed suicide attempts when I was younger uh, and I don't I don't really know what it is because like Tony you see the way I get on at work like I just get on with to have a laugh with everybody and nobody really thinks to ask are you alright yeah. so the main, the main thing that I took from this documentary is that this guy Roman Kemp his best friend worked with him he's actually his producer so Tony don't be getting any ideas yeah <laughs> Jesus. was producer and they were like best mates and they'd done everything together and one day he didn't come into work and he, he killed himself but 
he he didn't have any signs. He wasn't showing any signs as the he was down. And uh, like I, I I killed him. So he what what Roman Camp was angry about was that one his friend never talked because living in a society we live in now, there's men are afraid to talk. And I found it hard to talk to people. Only way the last three days I've been talking to people. Uh, and what I took from the documentary was if you're afraid to talk, something bad's going to happen, basically. Uh, so I, I want to normalise men speaking openly about how they're feeling. Because I don't think it's right that people, like, if I said something, I'd be told a man up. I don't think that's the right thing to say to anybody. Yeah, no, it's 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 it is a big issue. Like, uh, it's one of them things where, from a young age, like, like lads are sort of taught, like you have to be strong, like you, like you have to you have to do this and you have to provide, and like it's it's something that I think nowadays is not as pushed as much in younger children. I think when we like when we were growing up and stuff, you would have seen a lot of it. Like even from yeah. the TV shows and stuff you want to watch, that like the the man had to sort of stay strong, had to be, had to hide his emotions, like yeah. But on, on the flip side as well, if you look at like w- women were always object objectified, is, is that the right word? Uh, and now they're sort of taking a stand. Yeah, but it's I, it's it's one of them things where you can give people the options to talk, but st- people still won't talk. I know. You know what I, mean? uh, I think. That's, I think people. That's why I want to talk about it now because if people actually hear me openly talking about the shit that's going on, they may think, "Well, if he can do it there, why? If I can at least get one person to go and talk, if they are feeling shit, yeah. well, then that's I've, I've I've done a good thing, like because that documentary was like he went and sat with a group of lads from Belfast who lost their best friend and. Now then, boys, all they do is talk. Talk to each other. Everything alright. Every day when they see each other, is everything okay? Are you sure? Promise you'll tell me and all that. And that's, their friendship got stronger over one of the other friends, Dan. But it shouldn't be that it, you should be able to talk off the back of somebody, Dan. Yeah, it should be there from the first place. I, I yeah. think, I still think it's it's one of them things where you think people are afraid to talk to people they know. And that's me. Oh, big time. Like, I, I reckon if I don't even know how to put this because obviously there is things out there for, for people to go and talk. There's numbers and stuff you can call, but I just think people are are afraid to talk to people they know. Definitely, especially with the whole social media thing and how things get spread around it, like in these times as well. Yeah, like you should obviously be able to trust your friends and stuff like that. There, but I still think there's people out there that are, are still afraid to talk to their friends because you never know when if, if somebody could slip up and just say it to somebody else without meaning to. Yeah. And then yeah. that's that gets spread around, and people start. And then this is what I suppose where the whole sigma comes from. Like, I follow Lane. Like, what, what are you on about? Like, you're you're t- you're talking shit, or you like you're trying to gain attention. That whole yeah. thing comes around to it. So I, I I do totally understand what you're saying. I like people need to understand and learn that if somebody is speaking out, don't 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 take the piss out of them either. Um, yeah. No matter how no matter how small something may be, and um, that could be a big weight in their shoulders. Something. Yeah. Something like, you could I, say to me, Adam, I could I could say like that's 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 fuck all, like but to you that's that's everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like people just need to understand as well that 
something so small that you might think to somebody else is actually a big weight in their shoulders. Especially in like, like the workplace and stuff like that, because like you could. There was, I remember Adam. I don't know if you know you were in the night, but there was one night, one of our not the many one, but one of our new starts was like on the till, and they were sort of getting a wee bit stressed and we worked up, and they had like a wee bit of a like a breakdown, and it was like. Yeah. To me, that's nothing. Like, if a customer shouts at me, I'm pretty calm, Adam. You'd be pretty calm too, and like, just ease them off, right? Away, and then they'll leave, you'll be fine. But they had like a bit of a breakdown, and I could tell, like, obviously, like, you know, they were like, obviously, taking it really bad because they're not like used to that. And uh, one of the people, like, it said, like, I'll oh, just suck it up, sort of thing. And I was just like, well, that's not really fair to say, like, because you don't know what he's uh-huh. going through, or what they're going through, what she's going through, what, you know what I mean? It's like, you have to sort of, like, understand everyone's going to act differently yeah. to that like whereas i would be fine Tony, the, the ironic fine. thing about work is like i'm sitting here talking about mayfield shit but who who does nine nine people out of ten who would they go to and work if they had a problem you're marked you to be honest problem? like <laughs> so i i find that i'm sort of dealing with people's shit and work when i should be concentrating not, not that i'm saying that i wouldn't ha- i'd help anybody you know you, you know what like yeah but i find that i'm going into work and i'm taking people other people's responsibilities on my shoulder to try and make them feel better yeah when i really could be using my time and work as a therapy to distract myself another thing that i think as well around around this whole thing when somebody says something you don't know if you're joking or not you know because obviously a lot of there's not a lot of jokes said said about and people say a lot yeah. of things and they're not really being serious so it's, yeah. it's, it's hard to try and understand like like adam if you came and said something to me and like we've been joking about things, you wouldn't know if like if I, I wouldn't know if I was taking yeah. it serious or not at the time, you know. But uh, I think so, with me and you, Sean, I think we've been friends long enough that I think you would know. I know, but it's not even, like no way people would say something and you go on oh, like you're, you're taking a piss and stuff, and then yeah. they would play it off as a joke. I think people yeah. need to understand that if they say something to somebody, and the person thinks it's a joke, you need to let them know as well that you're, you're being serious. Like don't don't yeah. like because if, if 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 I brush something off off as a joke to somebody when they try to tell me something. I would like to think they'll turn out and say no. I'm being serious, and then you least yeah. then you know shit, right? But I think a lot of people, when you tell them once, and they laugh it off or make a joke out of it, the old person makes a joke out of it too because they're afraid yeah. then to keep talking. So I think uh, if you're if you're if you're going to speak to somebody, I think you need to, you need to be firm with it as well and be like, no, no I'm, yeah. what I'm saying, and then that's that's when it can come out like. But it so is that's what it, that's sort of tied in with. What I what I done in work today, like I stepped down from one of my my duties, uh, because there was with everything going on with me and and my, in my own head, going in there and having added responsibility was too much. So I just I you just know, said I've had a I've had enough, like. But it's it's one thing I'll have to say, like if anybody anybody needs to talk, or anybody out there that you don't know anybody's you don't know anybody's real issues or what's going on. But uh, uh, like out to all of our listeners and out to you two lads as well, like uh, anybody ever needs to talk, like our socials are there, like right to the podcast pages, right to me, right to us individually. If you know us, we're not going to turn mm-hmm. you away. Well, if you need to talk, you need to talk, and at the end yeah. of the day, we'll help. If, ha- if we if we can help, we will help. If we can't, I'm sure we can find some way to action as well. Like if we go back to episode one, we talked about Sean. If this like this podcast, I'm I'm not joking you has been my therapy the last 10 weeks. Like, I, I can't really pinpoint when I started to feel shit again. And, like, I wrote down a whole list the other night of things, all the good things in my life, and I was like, I really have nothing bad here, like. 
But like, what, what's going on? So I don't, I don't, I still don't understand what's going on. But I'm, I'll, I talk and I get through it. And but this podcast has been, I don't know, it's just brought me from rock bottom to just it, it perks me up. That's why I've been so busy behind the scenes with as well. I've been yeah. throwing myself into it. Like even my man, even Nicola, we're like you're spending a lot of time on this, and I was like, I, I couldn't settle on why. Yeah. See what like one of the, I think the main problems with like men's mental health is that they have like something going on, right? And it might be like really really small to them. Like it might they might think oh, like and then someone else has something really big going on, and they think oh well, that's nothing, so I should just leave that. It's just something in the back of my head. And gradually that yeah. wee small thing turns into bigger things. Builds and builds and builds, yeah. And then yeah. it just bursts, whereas yeah. if you catch it early, you can sort of control it. Whereas if you like, just let it build up and up and up and up, you're just going to implode. And it, it happens yeah. to everyone, like, and I you can say, I think all of us could probably say it's happened to either, each one of us, like. At some stage, yeah. But yeah. Like, the one thing I have to say is, like, obviously we're talking about this now, but it, it, I'm pretty sure at some stage somebody's probably tried to speak to me. And I reckon, as I've said, I've played off. Oh, you're, you're, you're taking a piss or something. See, we've but, all done it as well. Like, but but see, it's, it's programmed into us so we shouldn't be talking about yeah. things like that. It's, especially when you were... That's why I'm saying I think people find it easier to talk to strangers about issues because yeah. they don't know you. So if you, ta- if you tell them something's wrong, they'll be like, well, then something's wrong with that person. But like, if you're saying something to somebody you know... Because uh, you don't yeah. want to like directly say it, so you try to like hint at it, and then they sort of play it off as like a joke or whatever, and you just sort of like, oh well, I yeah. tried, and then you just go back into that hole. You're like, oh, well, I tried, and people are like, I'll oh, just talk, and you're like, well, I tried, and then that sort of like that, that's, builds up as well. That's where I'm sort of coming from. If if you are going to talk, make sure you you don't. Yeah. It is going to happen. Lads, lads will be lads, and they will take the mic out of you if they think you're joking. You know what it's like yourselves. Oh. Uh... You know, so. If you are going to talk, make sure you actually you're you're letting the person know that you're trying to be serious with them as well. Yeah. Because at least then that means they know. Yeah. Like I, I think even just saying that for me coming out there has made me made me feel a bit better. Yeah. Because it's probably some of the people in my family that listens to this that I haven't really talked about. No. 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 I don't know. Because I think your family is the hardest people to to go to. Oh, definitely. Like, like I think, yeah, it's, even though they're closest to them, it's it's definitely the hardest. Like, but again, I just want I want to reiterate, like, if anybody is anybody does want to talk and needs to get anything off their chest, the podcast are especially write it because if, yep. if you write it, if you write it, the three of us can sort of try and help you out in that way. But if you yeah. don't want it to go, if you don't want all of us to know, or you want to just talk to any one of us individually, our socials yeah. are about. You'll you'll see our socials tagged on things. If you know us personally, just write us. Or yeah. even if you don't want to do it incognito, like we could probably set up an email for it if you want. Do the three of us can just manage it. Just have like an email where it's if you send us an email, we can't see your name. We can only see like the message, and then we can just try help. Yeah. Because I think that would be easier. Because yeah. people don't really like DM on Instagram because you can see their name or their Twitter or whatever or their Facebook is sort of yeah, that sort of thing. So it's a wee bit more anonymous. We'll yeah. get something set up for for something. But, but again, one thing, even if you do do an anonymous, we will urge you to come public with it, not to us, but to somebody, pe- somebody close, to somebody. Yeah. Because, like at the end of the day, like we're still three dudes sitting here on a Sunday night doing a <laughs> a podcast. Like, we'll, of course, we're going to help, and we'll we'll try and put our our thoughts in, into whatever whatever's going on, use our own experiences, but just. Just all I'm trying to say is just lads in particular, just talk. 
Just okay be honest. Not, it's, o- it's okay not to be okay, I think. Yeah. You know, like it, I, t- I, all time. I took a break down there on Thursday and like I was at rock bottom and I still tried to get up and do that fucking podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was still going to do that. Like, but it it's it's urged it's given me the motivation, especially after watching that documentary all night. But as in tears, wasn't it's just sort of hit home. Like, just just talk. Like, don't yeah. battle anything up. Don't bullshit. Don't beat about the bush. But me, I'm gonna make decisions in my life now that's selfish to make me feel better. I'm not gonna try and please everybody anymore because that's been a problem as well. Yeah. Just doing everything, everything to please anybody. Uh, right, that took a bit of a dark turn, boys, but I think it was a positive turn. I think it was the yeah. though, to be fair. It was like something yeah. that we've been talking about behind the scenes as well that was gonna happen eventually that we needed to talk about. So, yeah, that uh, I, me, me mostly because I was sort of trying to hint at as like. Yeah sort of get something out and then it just sort of came to the head but the main thing is nothing bad happened what what I'm going to say as well here like obviously we're talking here because Autumn's coming out about it more than anything you were talking about lads mental health and stuff we're, we're talking to everybody here if you're looking, if you're looking to contact us um, regardless just follow yep. the ladies as well want to write this or anything um, yeah feel, feel free we'll, we'll try our best to help anybody if we can if not I'm sure some way shape or form between the three of us we can find somebody who can help um, yeah, but there's there's plenty there's there's plenty of outreach programs out there. There's plenty of people who are trained. Now that's one thing I do want to say. I would prefer not to talk to a professional who has learnt how to make you feel better from a textbook. I would rather yeah have it naturally, just that, like a natural yeah. sort of don't, thing. Don't want something I think as well. Like Sean, you're a social worker. You've like no, like that's your no, degree. No, well, no. youth worker. Sorry, you yes. you're bound to have came through shit like this before like lad, lad, some of the stories I've heard through like young people and stuff is crazy especially yeah. when you're talking to some young people some of the stories that they tell you on the all the aids of them you're like you, you, it's mad to think how somebody so young can have gone through so much at that age already yeah it, it, it's it's scary sometimes some of the things you've heard or some of the things you've had to help out with you know but yeah. thankfully, through through my degree, I have a lot of training, like different places working. I can't help people when they need to talk. Um, yeah. But it's scary, and I think this is one of the things at the minute that our governments failed on, both yeah. here in the north and in the UK. Um, through all this lockdown, and like there's been multiple lockdowns, um. They know themselves that it's affecting young people's mental health and adults' mental health in regards to they can't go about their daily routines, especially yep. people who are sat in routines and had their their week laid out and the, they went to certain places every day. Gyms are closed, libraries are closed, like even shop like most shops are closed. So people who had like their routines and had their their ways of sort of getting out out of the way of their issues and things to take their mind off things, yeah. or places they would have went with people that they would have spoke about. Or it just would have helped. That's all been shut down, and there's been no help provided by the government as to how they can improve their mental health. Aye, and if you, no like, it's if you put it this way as well, I think if this is gonna like it kind of scares me when I think about it. I was 18 when the first lockdown started, and I'm now coming 20, and the lockdown will probably be over by the time I'm 20. That's two years yeah. of like my like basically the two best two years of your life. People say, and that's gone. Yeah. Yeah, and it. it but the government has not once provided anywhere or anything to do with mental health. 
everything's been stay at home stay at home green or orange yeah everything over here is green and orange issues everything like that's probably why they don't even want to talk about mental health because they'll just turn it into green and orange because that's just that's just how they operate everything's tribal up here that's just one thing that scared me the most like i've like in my work group chats and stuff when we were chatting away on work i always said they said like the government are doing nothing for anybody's mental health no they're 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 quick to close everything down but they're not quick to think like do you think they might be young people that went to school that went to school to avoid being beat up by their parents or like even even like fellas getting beat by their missus or like ladies being yeah. beat by their men like they left the house they went with their friends to do things to get out of that and then all yeah. of a sudden they're trapped they're trapped yeah. but they didn't say like they didn't give any help to people like that who are trapped now and it's, like, it's, it's the just... statistics went through like domestic abuse calls and, and suicides since this, since all this began it's just went so it's unbelievable it's one th- it's one thing I, I've said from the get-go from the lockdown that mental health was not spoke about enough. Like I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough myself where I feel like I'm in a good, a good mental situation. Like I feel like my mental health is all right. Um, yeah. You know, I, I don't feel where I don't. Uh, obviously, some days are worse than others where you think, like, "Fuck, I just this is brutal." But yeah. You know, everybody has a good. Everybody has their bad days at some stage. Obviously, oh, people I... out there suffer suffer more bad days than they do good days. So. Yeah. I just, I just think the government failed a lot of people big time on, on that. It's just it's about perspective, like it's about putting life in perspective and trying to try and put the good against the bad, and yeah. just try and set yourself goals and where to improve. Uh, obviously, top of this talk. No matter how small your issue might seem to somebody else, it's massive to you. So talk about it. Like. There's loads of small, small tips and advice you can give. Like, I think one of the biggest things is go for a walk as well. Clear your head. Like, don't, don't stay trapped indoors. Um, I I'd say I, I, that's, been, that's been my problem. I say if I'm not working, I just like I, 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 I can't say it helps everybody, but I know if you're stuck yeah. indoors all the time, you're looking at the same four walls. That drives everybody insane. If you get out of the house, like even if it's an hour a day, and you go for a walk just to clear your head, take in. Your surroundings, see what's about. Um, you know, it's it's some, it mightn't help everybody, but I'm sure it'll help some people. Yeah. If you are ever feeling trapped, just go for a walk. Just go, just leave the house. Um, yeah, definitely. An- another thing that I sort of learned through through youth work and stuff is if anybody's ever feeling, like write down five things in life you're grateful for, and study them. And sometimes that it it, it helps you realize that there's a lot of things in life worth, you know, living for. Worth yeah. living for. So it's 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 really simple things like that. Like if you write down five things you're truly grateful for in life, um, every time you feel down or depressed or low, it's sometimes it's not going to help everybody. But look, it's it's just it's just two really simple things that I know I know yeah. can help people. I was I touched on that when when I was like fit. No, go on ahead, Tony. I'll, I'll... There was like a guy on uh, TikTok that done it as well. It was like he wrote down he done this thing. It was like it's like he does it every day or so something like. I haven't watched it in ages though, I haven't really been on TikTok, but it was like, he done like a photo album and every day he'd upload a TikTok, writing down a moment or something in his life that he loved, and then he would like have like a wee yeah. photograph of it, and then any time he was feeling down he had like his wee book and he would just flick through it, and every time yeah. he would go through it he'd have an, another thing, or maybe two or three things, depending on like, you know, whenever he would feel bad, and like uh, mm-hmm. he would document this day and all, and then he would like, sort of, he just talks about it all the time and does the wee photo book, and just the, you see him like constantly adding to it, and it's just, 
made like a big scrapbook, and it was like a really good idea. I thought. Yeah. Now, what I learned when I was a teenager, and I got that low that I like, tried to top myself a couple of times, it's seeing the effect it has on the people around you. I've yeah. I've always been the type that's the guilt. Not that I should feel guilty for feeling the way I feel, but it's like I've proved to myself I'm not scared to do something like that. Like I proved that I have the balls to do it, but I never want to get in the situation that I would do it. But now I think that I have a lot more to live for than I did when I was fifteen. Like, yeah, like, like, like my child's one. Now, see, if if that if that isn't motivation enough for me to sort of get myself sorted, well, see, that's that's what scares me. There's there's the the good and the bad. I know I have it in me to do something like that again, but I have one thing there that should be enough to keep me on the straight and narrow, and, and I think it will. But it, so, it is just it is just one of them things that. There's always somebody you can speak to. There's always Aye. somebody. Yeah. Even if you feel like there's nobody, like if you're if you're at your lowest and you think there's nobody you can speak to, there will always be some that will listen to you. There's somebody that's going to help you. Like, don't be afraid that to, to, to try here, to find that person. To turn it into a positive note, that's where we need pubs open again because they've had many a life story in a, in a smoking area of a public. Oh, do you, you get like your best advice in a smoking area, like fucking big ten. Maybe. Oh. I, I, I know that's a bit of a joke when I, when you when you hear it like, but like I've really had heart to hearts with people I've never spoke to before in my life in a pub. With a wee chat oh, here about that. mental health, he's one I was about our point with the whole UK not doing anything. If you want me to read it out, so yeah, go for it. Broken, I know is Jackie's someone I, I'm close to it, like so I am, and I play obviously on the team and stuff with him, and I know he has a good say on all mental health and stuff, and he said that the need to take more initiative. On this, uh, Boris Johnson is appointing mental health ambassador, and he's allocated 79 million towards improving mental health services outside of the NHS. And he's also said the smoking area is the place to be at. <laughs> <laughs> it is. But here, Boris Johnson, backtrack Boris, I call him. He says a lot, <laughs> delivers none. Yeah. Yeah. So. But like, if if he's doing that now, he's already he's already two years too late. The amount of people we've lost because of mental health. Even even, even before even before all this coronavirus hit. It it was a big thing. It's but it's again, never it's never an up. It's I don't know. I don't really know. Just, I'm at a loss with. I think like for for anybody listening to take out of this now is don't be afraid to speak. It is okay not to be okay, and there's there's always somebody there that will will be able to help in some way. Yeah. Hundred uh, percent. Tony, what what time are we on, Matt? Uh, <laughs> one hour, twelve minutes. Jesus. But with yeah. the cut and stuff, Aye. it'll probably be about an hour or five or so, you know, because of the big cut, the issues at the start Aye. there. I think. Uh, I think we should just. I think. I think we should just name this. It's okay not to be okay. Yeah. Keep nah, it, I, keep I, it I think I'm, I'm. I think I'm going to put a bit of a post up because I sort of. I don't want to. I want people to know that. Yes, it might be me talking about my issues at the minute, but I just want people to know that. That this is what the podcast is about. Yes, we're talking about other stuff before, but I, I just want people to know that just listen. That if I want anybody to listen to any podcast that we're going to do for the next while, guests or no guests, I want this to be something that they listen to to try and give them that sort of kick. 
I will start talking. I think when you're po when the post is going out too, just reiterate about a lot of people need to talk about yeah. the socials are there. Drop a few yeah. like charities and stuff, and I'll make a wee clip of just what you just said there, and you can add that on as well, just for the effect, just so people yeah. understand that we're not just trying to make it look like we're good people, we're actually like <laughs> being genuine about yeah. it. Yeah, well, like, uh, I, I find it hard to talk to people, so coming on and doing this with you boys has helped. Yeah. Uh, it's just shown that it, it, it can be done. You can't you can't talk to people. I've probably told more on this podcast than I've probably told anybody. Even the ones that I have been sort of talking to. It's it is one of them things where if you don't open up it just will build up and that's yeah. as I say, as I said as well, yeah, like even the wee small thing will end up leading to a big thing. So if you even if you think it's really small, just get it out of your system. That's actually that's actually a good quote, Sean. Open up, don't build up. Yeah. Fucking okay, sometimes. <laughs> you are, you're a girl. You are a girl. <laughs> I didn't even mean it. Sometimes it just comes out. I can't help it. I can't help it. That's um, it, Sean. That's just, that's just how the mind works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, folks, that that was a uh, a very topsy turvy conversational podcast. It's probably the the deepest and like we really went off on a tangent. Went from video games to serial killers to I know bloody mental health therapy session. But here, Adam, I'll have to get you one of them wee green pins I have, the wee mental health pins I got sent to me. They're all, they're wee, yes. I wear it my lanyard, and then, you know, Shannon, she wears the Crohn's one. They're all made by the same yeah. NHS. It's just a wee pin that you wear. I'll have to give you one, put it in your lanyard. It sort of shows uh, people that you have a mental health issue and you're, like, always willing to help. It's sort of, like, that yeah. sort of thing. I'll have no, to get you that's, one. That's good. I'll have to get that. Uh, get one for folks. all the boys and we'll all put them on. Oh, I, The boys. Um, we'll try and get the try and get the logo up, and we'll when this goes live on Spotify, we'll we'll sort of get the logo out. Yeah, we'll put a link to the pins and stuff because every pin that's bought as well, there's money that's donated, so that's a good cause. Yeah, get me how how much are they? I'll buy a couple. I'm not 100 percent sure. When I bought them, it was like you could yeah, it was I think the pin was a pound, but you could pick how much you want to donate of that, and I donated like extra money, obviously. But I'll I'll find the link for you. Yeah. I'll send it through, and we can put find it up as well. Find the link. Find the link. It's handed because if if it's for all different sort of types of. Like a word yeah. or one mind a couple of different ones. Like a word on the podcast yeah. as well on our Yeah, yeah just definitely. Before we finish, is there anything else in that shop? Uh Jack said great uh, he said Samaritan's charity could not recommend more amazing work they do that they do. I've actually as we've talked about before in the pod, I have raised money for them. I do stand by them a lot to be fair. Yeah. And then Jack also said great convo, that's an important convo too, good on you. Thanks for support, Jack. But See, like that's, that's, what, that's what it's all about. People listening, the, knowing what the crack is. This, this, this as well. Like one thing to take away as well. Yes, we started this podcast for us, me and Adam, to take the piss out of each other, flag each other, tell a few stories. But when we have to get serious, we will. Prove, I think we've just proved we can get serious. Yeah, yes, life is all about having fun, but shit hits a fan. You need to, you need, you need to talk about it. That's just yeah. it. So, I, th I think you'll expect most of our content to be obviously be the, the jokey side of ourselves, the taking the piss, yeah. chatting shit, God knows what we'll come out with, as you've seen we, <laughs> me and Adam on other podcasts just go off at absolute tangents. But it, yeah. if there's ever, if there's ever even like people listening, if there's ever any topics you want us to look into and speak about on the podcast, maybe like, once a month or once every couple of months, let us know them. It's something that we can research and speak about on the, on the podcast as well. Certainly let us know and we'll do our best. Yeah, 100%. Hey, boys, I've learned a duty to watch here. So. <laughs> I've, um, I've, I've, I've fastly in the watch. I have a food. Uh, Come on here, I didn't even get my dinner yet. I'll set it hop on and get this done and have my food. 
Do you remember how? Do you remember how we? Do you remember how we let each other go off here? Like what way the order is? Is it Sean the yeah. Mead, the Mead Adam? <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. We'll change it up every week. We'll we'll keep the we'll keep the listeners on their toes. Uh, <laughs> folks, that was episode ten. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday, live on Twitch with Captain Saxy. Looking forward to that. Yeah. He's been Adam. He's been Tony. He's been Sean. And we'll speak to you all ASAP. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> there we go.